superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Urban Meyer is giving Tim Tebow a shot. What if he comes out and he actually starts balling out? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Bomani Jones, what is your two cents on the subject of Tebow getting a shot? I just thought it was really stupid of Meyer. The Rich Eisen Show. This dude couldn't play when he was playing. Earlier on the show, Chiefs General Manager Brett Veach. ESPN NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins. Coming up from All Elite Wrestling, Chris Jericho. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We have got ourselves uh, a fun hour ahead of us right here. Chris Jericho will be on our program, Vice TV's Dark Side of the Ring uh, is back for season three. New episodes air Thursdays at 9 Eastern on Vice TV. I'll be on NFL Network tonight at 8 Eastern time, revealing the final two games of week 15 because everything else will have been leaked by then. <laughs> That'll be great. What I was going to say earlier, Rich, and, <laughs> yes, and Chris. You, you told me to stop. I'm not giving away. <laughs> you like that one, TJ? Because <laughs> you're right. <laughs> he is right. I'm not going to hey, give away. I'm not going to give away any Mooch, of the leaks. Mooch, let's reveal the final two days of week, two games of week 15, because everything else has been out. I have seen a leaked Patriot schedule, so I'm, I'm not going to say oh, anything. Geez. But I will say that it appears hypothetically it appears. that. Teams are going to have really late bye weeks this week, like maybe, say, week 14. Now, if you're playing fantasy football, what is week 14? The first week of the fantasy playoffs. Not, not. Now, uh, well, our fantasy league is going to have to totally revamp their schedule Ooh. and format. Damn straight. If, if, if the NFL regular season is being expanded by a week, I, as commissioner, of the slow roll fantasy football league with all of my <laughs> poker buddies. That's what we call it. Um, I will absolutely, I'm, I'm absolutely extending the regular season by a week as well. So this was a big to do. Why wouldn't we? This was a yeah. great question. I'm glad you bring this up. I'm going to play this back for my idiot friends because oh God. <laughs> a few uh, months ago when the 18th week, 17th game was officially adopted, I, I brought it up to them. Hey, are we going to add a week? At a regular season game. And everyone was like, no, I like the way we do it. We play everybody once. Let's just keep it 13 games. Now I feel ultra justified in bringing that up now that maybe a team that I root for has a week 14 bye week. But here's the deal, Chris. Your league has already been established here on this show. And through this show's well, we have new burgeoning all platform. The time, Rich, burgeoning all the time. platform. <laughs> For those who might be just surfing in to the Rich Eisen Show, where have you been? Tell them about it, Rich. We have been on longer than Chris Brockman's league allows people to choose a draft choice. There is no time limit in this man's fantasy league draft. That's insane. Like, literally, in the slow roll fantasy league, we're talking about 
90 seconds per pick being too long because once it passes 60 seconds, we're all like, what's taking you so long? How do you not know who's next? We're actually thinking of making it 60 seconds per oh, pick. That, come on, that's crazy. Why? Why? What if someone's deciding between like three different guys? Why does it take faster? two hours? What do you mean choose faster? But you got to look at bye weeks and maybe who they play at the end of the season because yeah, but it's a you snake draft. It's a snake matchup. draft. Like you've got literally five minutes to figure that thing out. Look, your league is filled with a bunch of morons. <laughs> play that to them as well. And I've met and you've some. Met of them. a bunch of them. I've met them. I've they're met they're them. from and Staten I, Island too. I know, and I I, so I understand. <laughs> so I can say this. Any I understand, league, and they're filled with they're filled they're filled with dads as well, right? Oh, tons of okay. kids. Okay, and yeah, then yeah, in yeah. pre-pandemic, your league's draft is held in the town where the Super Bowl is won. Yes, so you would fly. You would loved it, you know, because you got to go back to New England a lot. Yeah, and you, right. New England, we've gone to and Baltimore, were, Seattle, right, Denver, Kansas yeah. City. Right, was the Kansas last City time got, you were in a spot got that got canceled. Kansas City got canceled. Okay, so the last town you were in was yes. New England. Well, we had it in Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. Because we've been in New England a few times. Okay, so there was even a home game. for It's great. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah, it's great. I do like if that they do I, that. If I ever get an opportunity to join, to leave the town that my children and my wife are in, mm-hmm. and I get to fly somewhere, okay, the last thing I'm going to be doing is sitting in a hotel room, conference room, or somebody's hotel room, and sitting around a computer and doing a fantasy draft that takes 12 hours because some moron takes 28 minutes to choose. Who is it? Brian Hartline. Brian, Brian Hartline. Hartline. And what round was it? Eighth round. Eighth round. Like, could you imagine you're sitting around <laughs> I can't, Rich. that long for an eighth round pick and the guy dilly-dallies that far back and forth and then finally goes, all right, Brian Hartline. I would literally. Uh, it was the worst. Call the police on this man. <laughs> Why don't you? And I've like, said this to his face. And I said, obviously, moron is a very yes, harsh word. It's endearing, though. It is. It is. It is. It's, an, it's an East Coast term to basically express someone's total disgust and disdain with another human being. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's so not I will, personal. Rich. I, I just wanted. I just so put that all together. <laughs> if your league, with how many teams in it as well? We have fourteen teams. Fourteen <laughs> teams. It's too big. It takes too long. That's what she said. It's so much ridiculousness to it. But if you have an extra week and you're ending your regular season in week 13, that means you're going to still, you're going to have two extra regular season weeks just doing what? Your your league still ends in week 16? That is my point. That's I, absurd. I am very pro absurd extending it one more week. Week 17 is going to be something I look forward to seeing. I think so, too. Tonight. Yeah. I think so, too. You know, or, you know, look forward to seeing on Twitter in two minutes. <laughs> Let me know. It might be up now. Hold Just on. so, so <laughs> you know, um, I can't wait to see what week 17 looks like because there is a huge nest to what it will look like mm-hmm. after all this time. Week 18 is what it is. Game 17. They'll all be, they, they won't be the um, the added games. Basically, the created games from a 17-week oh, right, schedule. Right, right. They'll all still be still mostly division, yeah, division games right, because right, that's right. the way the league wants to go to prevent yeah. somebody from taking a knee on an undefeated season like the Colts did years ago because they'd already have everything wrapped up. Or, I mean, look, there's, It'll an, be like said, there's seven still. playoff teams. Like, the seedings will still be up for grabs. Chris, aren't you commissioner? Just change I am it. not commissioner. Oh, Believe okay. me, we have to vote on everything. Oh, my God. It is a pain in the ass. Now, how long do you get to vote? 
three like, hours. Any as amount of time? <laughs> Two weeks. No, usually the commissioner will send an email and be like, "Get back to me in a week," and then it's in just, a week. It's week. Just, oh, like, what are we doing? What's, what are, what's going on with your team? Like, Rich. time is a luxury. I'm not in time charge. Time is valuable. My time is way, valuable. If I was in charge, imagine? this league would be a dictatorship. I would have sweeping changes at a whim. Like, I'm commissioner of my league, so everyone kind of thinks they have a say, and I'll listen, but ultimately I just do what... Exactly. Not what that feels best for me, oh, obviously, but, but what I feel is best for, for business. Ashton. Right. I'm sorry, what? Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over he, you. He has to be a champion I didn't mean to, to have a say, Rich. He, he has to be a champion to have a say, and he's not. Week so. 14 bye weeks, though. That's, uh, that's late in the year. Just saying. So uh, every, every, in case you're somehow new to us as well, during the NFL season, every single uh, week, I take a look at the games that are under the radar of the upcoming week. Usually, as, you know, as you know, every week has got a, a marquee and the games that we're all looking forward to it. Usually it's a Thursday or a Sunday or, you know, if, uh, if it all works out on Monday. Um, so I decided, why not? Everybody's doing their way too early mock drafts, right? So <laughs> oh, they're all mock drafts. Okay, right. Sure, so yeah. why not right now do... Um, a a version of week one 2021 games already under the radar. Right now? Uh, let's do it. Okay. You got the music for me, Mr. Fowler? Get some NFL films music at the ready right there. Hit I don't, the drop. Hit the, well, I mean, Del Tufo might be might might have it under, you know. What is this stuff label uh, uh, the, Something that says Facenda, but it's spelled with an S. <laughs> you know? Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, here's the games that are under the radar. You kind of beat me to the punch earlier in the show. Oh. You're into that one. Seattle, I think there, there are two things that Seattle fans know uh, is more likely than not. More likely than not, their team won't have a first-round draft choice, so they'll trade out of the first round. And more likely than not, the NFL is going to start them in the Eastern time zone. It seems like every single year they start on the Eastern time zone. They're either in Atlanta or Carolina or someplace like that. This time they're in Indianapolis, and I can't wait for this game. Certainly since it'll be Carson Wentz behind his new offensive line with his new team and his same old coach, but his new coach and his new setup. And let's see what they look like against the Seattle Seahawks. And let's see if Quiddy Pay and the rest of that defense can go hunt and already put the pressure on Russell Wilson and thus the team writ large if Russell's not protected. You know, and and DK Metcalf with his 100-meter speed will be out there, and I can't wait to see what that game looks like. That is an outstanding game that will be lost amongst the, you know, marquee games of Sunday night and Sunday late afternoon. And, yes, even the Jets at at, at Sam Darnold will yeah. be a game that I think will get a lot more run than than what's going on in Indianapolis on that day. Don, put that board back up again if you don't mind. Next up, Battle of the Birds, everybody. The Atlanta Falcons taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts getting the start in what I do believe will be his one-year audition for the Philadelphia Eagles if he does not, for Nick Sirianni, figure it out fast enough or well enough over the full year they will have because of what I assume Carson Wentz will look like in, in his first year in Indianapolis. Three first-round selections for the Philadelphia Eagles. And if things go totally off the wall, I mean totally off the wall, and it's possible, it's entirely possible, although I doubt it, because I think if he does get traded, he will be suspended for the first week of the season. That could be Deshaun Watson's new team, and Jalen Hurts is a caretaker for Deshaun Watson in Philadelphia. That is totally off the wall. And then you've got Atlanta. Arthur Smith, the new head coach right there, where 
assuming Julio Jones will be out there and not some sort of cap trade that goes down after June 1. And then, um, boy, would it put the pressure on Philadelphia um, if, uh, you know, hometown kid, because everybody thinks he's from Boston, but he is from Pennsylvania. Matt Ryan comes out there, beats Philadelphia in week number one, and throws a couple touchdowns to the guy that all Eagles fans hoped <laughs> that they would get in the draft in Kyle Pitts. I can't wait to see Pitts' first game against the Eagles, and that will be a battle of birds that I cannot wait to see, but will, I think, get somewhat pushed down under the radar. And then the last game that I've got here will absolutely be under the radar. There's no question about it. Anytime you can talk about Chargers, that's under the radar. And then Washington football team. These are two teams that I can't wait to see play one another. I cannot wait to see Fitz, his first game, crazy-ass Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Washington football team and all of those track meet guys that they have out there at his disposal out there against the Los Angeles Chargers. We're going to have Derwin James back out there. Justin Herbert, year two. Let's see what he looks like. And he's got Chase Young to deal with and uh, uh, a new left tackle, the the kid from Northwestern that they drafted to try and protect him, Slater, and see how he can handle that. And then, you know, just in case we don't have enough dynamic, the Ohio State uh, born pass rushes in the game, you got Joey Bosa going for Ryan Fitzpatrick, whose beard should be probably as long as his <laughs> knees at the time. I cannot wait for Herbert versus Fitzpatrick. There may be 1,000 yards passing in this game, oh, baby. or there may not be. I don't know, but you got a, the defending NFC East champs hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. To me, that is a, a game that I will absolutely be under the radar, but one I wanted to point out right here. Just gets the juices flowing, doesn't it? Yeah, I like that. And you're right. Nobody is going to be talking Nobody. about that game. However, the hype for Herbert coming into this season is through the roof. Yeah, it really is. Already. So. Especially from the sports card yeah. world, Rich. Like a Justin Herbert right now is like having a it's Michael right. Jordan. I'm telling you, there's, there's yeah. a huge uh, – I'll give you a bonus one. Here's a bonus Let's one. We know, and it's not graphically supported. Rich, by the way, Taylor Heineke is calling in right now no. about, that. <laughs> good, good. about what you just said. Good. Um, so here's a bonus one. No one's talking about this because you, you look at the late afternoon games uh, on week one. You've got Browns and Chiefs. You've got Saints and Packers. And you've got Dolphins and Patriots. And if it is Mac Jones versus Tua and it's the Saban Bowl for Bill Belichick, you know, um, that would be off the charts. And then the Broncos and the Giants would get shoved even further down the radar. But you've got the Broncos and, you know, everyone's going to absolutely be overlooking them completely. Unless they have Aaron Rodgers. Unless they have Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) And then there's the Giants who will see, you know, everybody's talking about this is the year for Daniel Jones and it'll be Saquon back out there and we'll see what he looks like. And Von Miller back out there. We'll see what he looks like. And, um... You know, uh, Rich Eisen show at home producer Mike Hoskins pointed this out in an email chain today. I totally forgot about it. This will be 9 12 21 on 9 10 2001. The Giants played the Broncos on Monday Night Football. It was the last NFL game played the week before, the day before 9 11. The Giants had just landed in New Jersey, um, and that's when. All things went awful, and the world changed across the Hudson River, and they had just landed, and they got in just before everything happened on 9-11. I do believe this will be one day after the 20-year anniversary of 9-11, and there will be a certain very 
moving component to that game, certainly in the state of New Jersey, um, that I think the NFL purposefully put Broncos Giants in week one just for that reason. I believe that. And that's an under-the-radar game as well for week number one. Before we take a break, I want to tell everybody, certainly on my radio audience, everybody here on Peacock, get ready for Girls 5 Eva, a hilarious new Peacock original from the creative minds behind unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Mr. Mayor. An iconic 90s girl group makes a comeback 20 years later, and this time it's on their terms. Stream every episode of Girls 5 Eva now exclusively on Peacock. And for those on the radio wondering how you get Peacock and see us every day, go to PeacockTV.com to get started. Let's take a break. When we come back, one of our favorite guests from the world of wrestling, Chris Jericho. His Vice TV's Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 starts tomorrow on Thursdays at 9 Eastern on Vice TV. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One of my favorite guests, and I'm not just saying that because you're sitting right here. I think you are. I, <laughs> what are you on, steroids I or something? I am actually on steroids, Brian Cranston. Last flag flying in select theaters now. We're going to have to disqualify this show because of your steroid use. You know what? I thought about that yeah. before taking that steroid. Now, so wouldn't it be it. disheartening yeah. if you took the steroid and you had the best show ever? <laughs> then you'd go, oh, my God. 
oh, I have to take more steroids. How can you go off the steroids? I guess that is the conundrum. Ooh, that every good thing you know, that it wasn't a great show. So good actually, for you. Actually, it, it's it's been a great show so far. <laughs> Since you and I last spoke here on the show, uh, your Dodgers went to the World Series. There was that five-hour game that went in. That was insane. It was insane. I, I and I am proud to say. I stuck around to extra innings for that night. It was because I did see some people in this town, people that you would know, people that we have all seen on television. Call them out. I can't do it. Do it. I can't. You're on steroids. What the hell do you care? (laughs) (laughs) I do have that as a fallback position, do I not? But I would never do that to you. It is. Uh, Your Honor, I was on steroids at the time when I made that comment. (laughs) When somebody from Arrested Development got up. Yes. But, uh. Oh. Jason Bateman, you've been had in your face, Jason. There's a lot of people. I'm disappointed, Jason. Will Arnett? Wow, but it wasn't. (laughs) Better call Saul now. Uh Okay, we're getting to the part. We're getting there. Where where it moves? It's we're moving slowly. We're moving like Tortuga. We're moving that slowly. Okay, but we're getting to the part where Walter White could show up. Are we seeing Walter White anytime soon? Well, I'll tell you this as an exclusive on the Rich Eisen show. Nice putting the mug. Well, no, no, no. Without without the mug. There it is. There's the exclusive. It just amazes me seeing in Better Call Saul the number of characters whose demise eventually is met because of your character. Is Who, me? I know exactly. It is remarkable how yeah. each and every one of them yeah. eventually has to be undone. I unfortunately have that association. It, if I spend any amount of time uh, with someone, they end up dying surprisingly. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest you get life insurance. <laughs> um, you know, you want to protect your family. And yeah, everything, so. everything you do that. Okay. Sorry. God, I love that guy. One of my favorite guests and actors youtube.com slash rich eisen show for all the great breaking bad conversations we've had with him and giancarlo esposito and vince gilligan back here on the rich eisen show 844-204-RICH is the number to dial also enjoy every single time that this man dials into the program and has also physically been here pre-pandemic uh his wrestling series dark side of the ring is back for season three it debuted on vice tv uh, last Thursday, it's on every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Vice TV. From All Elite Wrestling, our friend Chris Jericho is back on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, sir? Speaking of favorite guests, here I am. <laughs> yes, here you are. I was about to say, wait a minute, whenever I've ever been a guest on your podcast, even though I keep offering and you say, no problem, then don't invite me. It's okay, We Chris. keep talking about it. It's weird, though, because they were like, uh, do you want to do a phoner for Rich Eyes? And I'm like, a phoner? Wow. Old like, school. usually these days it's Zoom or StreamYard yep. or Squadcast. We're just taking it right back to the roots and just doing the phoners now. I like it. Soon it's just going to be notes that we pass to each other, Chris. That's, <laughs> that's just not good television. It's terrible television, but, you know, it's all good. Um, yeah, we're gonna. When I have you on the podcast, it's gonna be two tin cans and a string. Let's so do it though. You keep saying that, and I'm more than I know, happy I know. to I, do I, it. I, I, I gotta, keep... I gotta wait for the right for the right topic, Rich. We need we need something we can sink our teeth into. Obviously, your illustrious history is one thing, but we need a some kind of a topic to get into. Okay, we like, could do yeah. that. The fact that I can't climb the walls of Jericho onto your podcast right now, <laughs> I think I'm stuck in them right now. I kind of, you know what I mean? Like I think that's my problem. 
but we'll get through I it. I promise okay. that before the end of this year, we're going to do a Jericho Eisen talk to Jericho. But we're going to do it in person. Okay. That's what I want to do. I, I'm Let's fully do vaxxed. I'm ready to go, Chris. Whenever you want to do it, I'm ready to go. So we can do it. Perfect. Um, Thank you, Rich. So what is the dark side of the ring? Chris, walk me through this. What is it? What do you well, got Okay, me? so this, this is a series, once again, you mentioned it's season three. And, yep. and much like, you know, um, behind the music that they used to have on VH1 years ago, there's so many things that happen kind of behind the scenes in wrestling, not just with the different characters and, and situations. And, you know, there's, there's murders and there's, there's, you know, crimes and there's behind the scenes machinations and all these other things that I think people are interested in this show whether you're a wrestling fan or not. Think about the last dance when we saw kind of the behind the scenes of the Chicago Bulls and, and this great team they put together. I am not a basketball fan per se, but I loved watching that documentary because yes. it really gave you a sense of, of what it takes to make a successful team. And that's kind of what Dark Side of the Ring is. It's these behind the scenes stories that you might not understand just how hard it is to be in the wrestling business and all these different characters that have kind of been involved and some of them have these you know terrible stories and, and some of them aren't as terrible but they're all very very interesting for sure so which one's uh one that you're 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 proud of bringing to people's attention or you're you think well i think last year you know and being, being a narrator this started when last year we did two episodes that i think were really groundbreaking monumental and one was the, a story on the, on the chris benoit tragedy and how that kind of tied in with the passing of eddie guerrero which kind of took Chris down this really dark road. And I got asked to kind of be one of the, the talking heads on it, one of the, you know, the, the, the experts, quote-unquote, because these are two of my best friends. Yes. And as a result, they asked me to narrate it. So then I really got into the whole series, because I can talk about it from a fan standpoint and also from an experience level standpoint. But I think the Benoit opened up a lot of eyes to people, um, both within the business and outside, who really wanted to get involved with this show. And then the other one was dealing with the passing of Owen Hart and the whole tragedy that happened there, which was another tragedy, but in a di completely different way. And that's when we were able to connect, to connect with Owen's family, his daughter, his son, that had never appeared on camera to talk about this. And here they are now in their early 20s. So I think once we had those two shows, you're talking you know, just incredible journalism to deliver these stories and very riveting, sad, tragic um, but almost brings a little bit of closure after, you know, 20 odd years of these things happening. So I think that's kind of what really opened the door to making this such a successful series um, to this day. Vice TV's Dark Side of the Ring, again, season three debuted last Thursday. The next episode and all episodes are on Thursday night, May, uh, Thursday nights at 9 Eastern time on, on Vice TV. And I, you know, I know this might be crossing streams uh, between, you know, different. Um, Cir circles of wrestling and, and certainly different times. Did did you see the documentary, the Rowdy Roddy Piper documentary uh, recently at all? Speaking of docs I, I, on the subject. I haven't seen it yet because I know they, there's a bunch of that I want to check out. I want to see that one. I want to see the Steve Austin one. So once again, very interesting stories about these iconic characters. and You really don't know a lot about their personal lives and what they're like behind the scenes. So I know a lot about Roddy's career because i was there for the for the last few years of it but i'm sure right. it's just living as well yeah i mean we were i mean we we were kind of front and center in the, the number of texts i got from people of his interview when he was here i, I was the last person to interview him wow uh, yeah a week before he passed and it was um 
it was it was an interview that uh, I'll never forget because it, it didn't seem like he was all there. To be very honest with you, man. I mean, it yeah. Was, well, you know what? You know what, Rich. And this is the thing when you're talking, especially those guys. We delve into that other season with Dark Side talking about the Ultimate Warrior, Dynamite Kid. Like these are guys. If you're talking about Piper and, and you know Savage, all those guys from that era. The 80s was a very tough time in wrestling because these guys, and this is not exaggerated wrestling BS, you're talking about guys that were definitely on the road over 300 days out of the year. Mm. Now, not just what that physical toll is taking, the mental toll, being away from a family, being on the road, all the trials and tribulations and, 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 and pitfalls you can fall into. But just think about putting your body through 300 matches a year and just all, you know, if you're talking about the painkillers, if you're talking about, like, the one of those guys are drinking so much or taking pills or doing all these drugs because a just the the travel alone is enough to, to wear you down but then taking all these bumps as we call them in the business these falls i mean it's 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 just a machine that basically chewed you up and spit you out and you can see that like when you mentioned that roddy wasn't all there he really wasn't i mean you know you, you talk to him and he's there but there's a lot i think a lot of you know not to the crass and brain cells that were left behind on the road over the years just by necessity to keep these guys going. And then the road is tough, man. I mean, like, because again, you know, you got to, you got to, how many days of the road are, are you on the road a year now, Chris? Well, now things have changed. I mean, now it's all based around television contracts. So AEW was always created with the idea of just doing one show a week. Right. Um, but for years in the WWE, I was doing four shows a week every week, you know, 52 weeks a year. So, Times that, you know, carry the three, and you're talking over 200, 225, 50 days on the road. And that's the thing, too. This is not like the NBA where you're picked up and dropped off and, and you know, every travel expense is taken care of. I mean, you, you get your plane ticket and then you get your itinerary, and that's it. So you go to the airport, you've got to go through security, you've got to get the plane, you've got to get your bag, you've got to get your rental car, you've got to drive to the town, you've got to do your show, you've got to drive to the next town, find a hotel, hopefully everything isn't sold out. I mean, it's, right. it's very much a grind, a very rigorous and all the stuff you have to go through, so that, that takes its toll as well. Chris Jericho here on the Rich Eisen Show, Talk is Jericho Pod, and of course, uh, all elite wrestling here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. How is that AEW treating you? It's been great. I mean, the thing that I love about AEW is it's owned by the Khan family, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they own the Fulham Football Club over in England. They treat AEW like a pro sports league, and that's the big difference between the two. Is that WWE is is a wrestling company that comes from the old school kind of carny and 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 that sort of a thing. It's not like that in AEW. So we do get treated much more like like athletes and, and sports stars and that sort of thing, and then. Just the fact that we've come out of the gate just blew everybody's expectations away of what uh, what this company could be as far as television ratings. I mean, last week we were the number one most watched show on cable TV on Wednesday night. I mean, that's huge for for any organization, especially for us. We've just been on TV a little bit over a year, so we've been able to really make a mark for ourselves by doing things the wrong way and providing something different for for the wrestling fans and new wrestling fans who are seeing something going. This is great. This is completely opposite of what we're used to seeing in wrestling and, and it's one of the reasons why we've done so well in such a short time. Well, Chris, you know, I'm an NFL guy, so I clearly know who the cons are and uh, what they're yes. all about. And it does appear, um, you know, that uh, somebody who might be in their employee and under contract to the Jacksonville Jaguars very soon would be Tim Tebow. Uh, do you think that maybe you can get Tim involved in AEW? <laughs> get him out there? Yeah, 
terrible. It's funny because we, we've had kind of a cameo by Urban Meyer at one point. And yeah. We always talk about Tebow, and obviously there's Trevor Lawrence now. There's so much of a spotlight on Jacksonville. And Tony Khan, who's my boss, is very involved with the Jaguars. And I'm sure at some point we'll have probably cameos from all those guys. And there's no reason not to. I mean, we just had uh, a, a big you know, storyline with Mike Tyson, and Shaq had his first match with us. Um, so we are getting to see mainstream, you know, sports, you know, uh, legends and future legends involved. So I, I don't have any uh, um, doubts that we will have them involved at some point. It's yeah, just, it's perfect symmetry. But here's the deal, Chris. Like, let's let's you and I right now map out Tebow's character and story arc. Like, let's do it right now. Like, do we? Can we turn him into a heel? Like terrifying Tim or something? Like what? Like what? What do you got for me? It always works with when you're bringing in guys like that, especially in the city of Jacksonville. You know the cons are going to be very, uh, probably very careful with how you use them. So it's very simple, you know. A bad guy's running wild. Let's say he's in there with Chris Jericho, and he he does something dastardly, and as he's running out the the, the, the arena to escape, you know, Tebow whips a football out of his head, knocks him out, and the night catch up to him. And, Beat him up and get the big victory. There yeah, you go. Falls down anywhere, and Tebow throws a football on his head and knocks him out, and I get the win. Well, here's the deal, Chris. Um, the problem is, is Tebow's trying out to catch the football, and the reason why he's been gone for nine years is his, his occasional <laughs> inability to be accurate with the football. So I think we might have to workshop that a little bit. Uh, maybe cool. we, we, we just make sure it's a taped match, and then we can just edit it out. If it takes a 15 tries, <laughs> we'll just take the best one. <laughs> So yeah, so you know, we we came up with a a, a Tim Tebow is hashtag all elite. Um, I I, I don't okay. know if that I don't know if the the head on his body right there is the actual is that all Tim Tebow? <laughs> that is all Tim. That Tebow, is right? all Tim Tebow. So he's ready to roll. He can pin somebody right now. Like he can go top rope right now. Chris, and once again, I can't see the graphic, but I'm envisioning it. Yes, you should. The mind. You should. He's, uh, look, all I know is that if this happens, we'll take 10%. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I got to sp- probably speak to Cody about that, I imagine. I'll give you 10% either way. I just think it's fair. I like it. I like it very much. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like it very much. Hey, man, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Congrats again on season three of this show. Look forward to seeing more of that. Um, and. Anytime you want me, Chris, uh, um, I've, I've offered it. I really would love to do it. I'd love to be the A to your Q&A as opposed to vice versa. Anytime. We will do it, and we'll do it in person, and I'll make my big return to uh, the Rich Eisen Show live in the studio. Ratings will go through the roof. I love it. We'll be you. Uh, the roof, baby. I, I look forward to it, Chris. Thanks for the call. You be well. Thanks, Rich. You got it. It's Chris Thank Jericho, you, at I am Jericho, and then at Chris Jericho Fozzie, because that is his heavy metal band. Maybe that's what I need to do. If he says we're, we're looking for fertile ground and something, a hook to have me on his pod, it could be I start a, a metal band. Well, you were part of a metal band. I have band been. I was part of you know Steel Panther for literally 20 minutes. And your guitar wasn't plugged <laughs> in. Or two minutes, I guess. My guitar wasn't plugged in. You know. You looked great, though. No, no I didn't. I looked like literally like uh, if Mrs. Doubtfire had a a, 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 a problem with the uh, <laughs> I got electrocuted blow drying my hair out as Mrs. Doubtfire. That's that wasn't good. That wasn't good. But at any rate, <laughs> that uh, my my phone did blow up when uh, the uh, yeah, Roddy Roddy too. Piper um, documentary was came biography out. Biography on A and E. That was our first. Um, that was in twenty. 20- 
2015, right? I think that's when it was. And that was the first yeah. moment that our, our show had a an interview that got shared and many people were yeah, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. July 2015. That was it. Wow. He came in and it was... It was bizarre. It was, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and, and it was um, off-putting. Yeah. And um, then it was, I think, six days later, yeah. we heard that he passed away and we we're like, no way. I mean, I wasn't on this show then. I was still working for DirecTV, but I right. would come down to the studio if you had guests that I wanted to see, like when Jericho came on. And right. So I came in and I sat in the corner. and You I watched, were here for that? Yeah, I sat right back there. I didn't there. know that. Yeah, because I, mean, I was off camera, so you couldn't see, but I would come right. in every now and then if, you know, if there was, like I said, someone I wanted to see, and I sat back there and watched it, and I was just like, you know, you could tell by his breath pattern, like looking back at it and having watched as many Roddy Piper promos who honestly one of the greatest guys on the microphone who ever lived right and you watch it especially after watching that biography and kind of his breath pattern the way he was speaking the way his voice would kind of give out now looking back you go man that's a telltale sign that maybe there was something wrong with the heart well i mean it was it was also he he just didn't answer the questions that were being asked of him and then he would forget what i had asked him like literally seconds later and it was disjointed like the q and the a were not matching up the a and the q were not matching up and it was one of those live radio tv moments where i honestly uh i i didn't know quite frankly what to do or how to handle it and then you know it started it wound up everywhere and certainly after he passed away it was viewed as a prism as to what decline might have been happening Mm -hmm. and now that was in a documentary you know yeah, and, his, and his family talked about it, how it was hard to see him on the show in that state, knowing, <sighs> you know, body-wise what he was going through. Our first viral moment in the history of this show is when um, I was getting out of the chair on Thursdays to go down to whatever Thursday night football game there was. And that was, we, we had celebrity fill-in hosts. We did, right? that first, uh, the first for the, year. Right, for, we're, for the Fridays, mm-hmm. right? And... Um, that's a hell of a story, to say the least. <laughs> yes. Should I? I've just been told Don Bowie says tease it. Okay, so that <laughs> the first that. viral moment in the history <laughs> of this show, <laughs> Time on the right? Back end, yeah. And then we'll uh, get some news headlines from Chris Brockman before we head out of Dodge. And I, uh, I look forward to seeing you on NFL Network tonight at eight Eastern time as well. On that. Okay. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.
standing outside the world-famous Roxy on Sunset Boulevard here in Los Angeles, California, and it's time to go inside and rock out with Steel Panther, but I've got to put the rig back on again. Let's go inside. For one night at the Roxy, there's a new member of Steel Panther. It's Rich Eisen. Oh my god. Eyeliner. I'm not used to this. That's not enough? No! How do these rock and rollers do it? This is not good. I mean, this is not attractive. This is gonna be great. People are not expecting me to be on that stage. I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna fake rock like there's no tomorrow. You look great, dude. Thanks, man. You look metal. I hope I the idea. still have my job. <laughs> so excited. Our new bass player, finally someone younger looking than Alexi Pollock. Look at this. The real McCoy, Alexi Pitt, right here. He's getting heavy metal lessons, like how to actually work the monitor. I'm about to go on with Steel Panther. I cannot believe this. Check one, two, test. All right. Two, test. Have a blast. Thank you. Please welcome the most amazing band in the world. Put your hands together for Steel Panther. That's not Lexi Fox. It's not Lexi Fox. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. You're not Lexi. You're not. Look at me. That's Rich Eisen. It's Rich Eisen. From the Rich Eisen show. That's not Lexi Fox. Dude, I'm a huge fan. I love your work. Right back at you. Amazing, but you're fired. You suck on bass. Make some noise for the imposter, Rich Eisen. That's the Rich Steel Eisen. The how'd that happen? Rock on. Rock on. Great job, Rich. Yeah, that's not my finest hour, I'm not going to lie to you. Although, you guys loved it. Everybody loved it. <laughs> I do get to say uh, that I played the Roxy. Famed Roxy in Los Angeles. You know? so. <laughs> there you have it, everybody. That actually happened in the history of this program. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network at 844-204-RICH. All of our family together here on Peacock and this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate. Can't wait to... Um, be with my NFL game day morning crew tonight. Um, tonight at 8 Eastern time, once again, the 2021 NFL schedule release show on NFL Network, and it'll be me, Mooch, Kurt, and Michael Irvin. Colleen Wolf will also be with us at uh, SoFi Stadium Wednesday, May 12th. That's today, 8 p.m. Eastern time, NFL Network's schedule release 2021 by the time we get on the air uh it's already down to just one cbs we're going to release one cbs late window game week 13 that's the last one that's not been leaked so there's that we kid because we well it's gonna be it's gonna be just just one game we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be like you think the uh the decision was long it's a three-hour long show we're gonna wait all the way to the last minute 
to reveal the one last game that has not been leaked yet. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> oh, I always shoot you straight. Oh, and it'll be flexed. Well done, Don. Yeah. It'll be flexed to Twitter. That's the they're flexing the one last game for us to reveal to Twitter. So we've got nothing to reveal. But it'll be a great three hour conversation. <laughs> I can't wait to introduce Al Michaels tonight and the one man who spent all day leaking the release on Twitter uh, at Al Michaels. His burner account, <laughs> his burner account of steak, no, at steak, no veggies. Yes, steak, no veggies. Never had a vegetable. <laughs> it's the most insane thing of all time. It was fun uh, having earlier Brett Veach, the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs on. Um, they're starting against the Browns. I asked him about that. And then I asked him about, does he have the schedule yet? As the general manager, uh, he, this was just uh, 11.20 a.m. local time in Kansas City. So um, I asked him, like, do you already have the schedule? He said there were only three people in his department who had the schedule. Him, Andy Reid, and Eric Stone Street. You posted that video, Chris, at Rich Eisen Show on our Twitter feed. I did. Stone Street has chimed in. He has chimed in. Eric Stone Street has chimed in. <laughs> He chimed in saying, it's four people, Brett. You forgot Clark Hunt. <laughs> By the way, not a bad uh, I mean, not a bad point. I mean, the owner should know. I think, should know I think Clark Hunt has the schedule. <laughs> yeah, right I think the owner has the schedule. But it confirms Eric Stone Street has the schedule. Yes. Eric just confirmed. Yeah. did not deny that. He has the schedule. <laughs> hey, man, uh, that game against the Browns, bro. That game against the Cleveland opener. Browns is going to be great. Going to be great. What Cannot a, wait for opener, that. Man. So I, I mentioned before the uh, break, you remember what our first viral moment in the history of the show was, correct? Well, I do. Uh, it involved the production truck. Of NFL Network. So now here's the deal. <laughs> um, when we first started, the great <laughs> television executive, Chris Long, here at uh, DirecTV, then eventually AT&T and Audience. Everything that he did, that he did or still does is about premium television. Does it big? Spend money big. to make it. That's And that's rare for a television executive yeah. anymore. But that's what he wanted to do. So I had to be at Thursday Night Football Games for NFL Network when we first launched this show in 2014. So I would go, I would fly to the game, and I would do the show from the site through a, you know, a production truck. You would hire, Chris hired a production truck or would, would, would pony up, I guess, with my partner at NFL Network to utilize something that they might have. He hired a production truck to be on site and broadcast the show from the stadium. And then, because I couldn't get home most of the time from the site for Friday's show, we would have a celebrity guest do it. Susie filled in one time. Bobby yeah. Cannavale, Joel McHale yeah, did Bobby, it, Joel right? Joel McHale, yeah. Nick Bakai did it first year. Nick did it as well. Who Co did? Siciliano hosted one. No, we're talking about celebrity, oh, celebrity. Okay. fill-in guests that we had. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to start this thing and have as many. Idea, yeah. Right. So we got a call <laughs> that, um, that the truck when we were going to Miami, the satellite truck from which the production truck, satellite truck in Miami, when I was going to Miami to do a Thursday night game, 
it had gotten hijacked and stolen. Yeah. stolen. And we might not be able to do the show because the truck is missing. <laughs> and I announced on the air that I'm going to do the NFL Network Thursday night football game and do the show from there. And the truck is stolen. And that got out because I think I tweeted out, hey, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do my show from Thursday night football in Miami tomorrow because the truck is stolen. The, the, the production truck is stolen. And people took that to mean that the entire Thursday night football game itself may not happen because the NFL Network host was tweeting it out. Here we go. I found, I found your tweet. You did? Really? It was from November 12th. 2014. How'd you find it so damn quick? Impressive. Come on, man. Oh, no. Sometimes you have trouble Googling stuff over there. I know that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Breaking okay. news. The satellite truck we had booked to do our show from Miami tomorrow has been stolen. This is not a drill. And people took that to mean that the NFL Network game might be canceled because the NFL Network satellite truck or production truck had been stolen. I will say back and then... Uh, your logo was the show logo. Right. So, you know. I was branding. You're branding. Billy Corbin retweeted it saying the NFL pro- NFL Network production truck stolen See, be- because Miami. It's, that's his whole thing, <laughs> Billy Corbin, the director. Yeah. See, now that got it going. Right, that got it going. He didn't see it. He assumed that's what it meant, and that got it going. Yeah. And we got calls got from NFL Network saying, what the hell are you talking about? The trucks aren't stolen. And that went viral. And we arrived in Miami they found the truck had been hijacked and they found it on blocks near like a train station nearby the stadium. Like somebody had stripped it for parts and took the tires and left it on the side of the road. And God bless Chris Long, we got another truck, so we did the show. But when I was done with the show, I did interviews with all the local media. Yeah, yeah. And there were article. There was an article in the Miami Herald, and uh, I'm just glad they spelled the name of the show right. That was the first time that we ever did anything that people paid attention to and talked about. <laughs> Some of these stories now from back then us, are huh? so funny. It's by the way, Don saying it's on me. It's not on me. I I said <laughs> the satellite truck for. Go ahead and read it again, Chris. Go ahead and read it again. Uh, you said breaking news: the satellite truck we had booked to do our show right. from Miami tomorrow right. has right. been stolen. Right. This is not a drill. Right. Now, like I said, your avatar back then was the Rich Eisen was the show. Rich Eisen show logo. Right. I didn't say for NFL Network. You did not. No. You did not. But again, we were new, and some people might not have known that I had a show. Right. As you know, I'd spent yes. years of reminding everybody I had a podcast. Rich, we were literally five weeks old. That's it. So I would imagine not a lot of people. People just need to keep that. up with me is what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? That's all I'm saying. And now tonight, look at me. I'm going up to NFL Network after doing the three hours of the Rich Eisen show, getting set to reveal where the second half of the one last game that has not been... <laughs> Leaked out. It's going to be like literally. That's where it's getting down. Rich, to, do you right? want the jet schedule? I, I mean, don't. I want, can... are, are you serious? Is that leaked too? I don't know. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Seriously. Uh, but we'll have a good time. I can give you the jet schedule. Oh actually. no! <laughs> Come on, man. Um, Come on. Come on. 
But there's only one place where I will be interviewing <laughs> Al Michaels and Joe Buck. And I got to do a good sell here. Uh, Al Michaels, Joe Buck, Jim Nance all together. Matthew Stafford of the Rams, Brandon Staley of the Chargers, Matt Great Nagy show. of the Chicago Bears. I'll be interviewing Steve Levy as well. Mooch is a sit down with Andy Reid. Come on now. Let's go. Into yes. It. And the great thing is it's going like 13 minutes to drive there real quick. It's going to be real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, not from what's your long, house. What's, from long, what's longer for me to, to, <laughs> to get there or to reveal things that people don't know? Or Brockman's League making a pick would be the answer. Dude, I can't believe you're... you're... Do you want some week one lines? Lines? Are you out of your mind? Are you serious? Are you ser- Hold on a second. Are you serious? Yeah. Las Vegas has already put lines on oh, a game. For sure. Dude, how is it? How's like, it on the team? Yet? Honestly. For sure. There's no there's no way there's a line on the Packers and Saints. There's no way. Let's see. We yes. don't have Saints minus one and a half. What? We don't have the fifty three man <laughs> roster. So no, again, you know, know you, honestly, you know I don't I do. deal in this I world. <laughs> so no, I'm serious. And I'm asking you a serious question. So you could right now take the Packers in the points, yep. right? Oh, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers shows up and boat races James a Saints Winston. team that's trying to figure things out with their new quarterback. Fact. And that, so you make that bet now on May 12th, mm-hmm. and that's viable for September 12th? Sure is. Wow. Really? So you can jump on that line we right now? You can jump on it right now. TJ, you like Cowboys plus six against Tampa? You well, know, yeah, if Kyle Trask is starting, because <laughs> Brady, you know, has a hangnail. How about how about Chiefs minus six against the Browns? I mean, we just had the general manager on here saying that he's got to hold Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, back from doing stuff with his toe that might be a problem. I mean, honestly, I don't want to go all Kyle Shanahan on you here, but what the hell? How do we know what's going to happen? Yeah, we might not be alive. Five then. months of Sundays from now. Rich, you like the Jets plus three and a half Dude. against the Panthers? I don't think he knows what that means. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Let's see. The Dolphins have to be favored over the Patriots. No, Patriots minus two and a half. Why not? Why not? Because Matt Jones is going to be the starter in his first career oh, game. If Matt and Jones he should is look the great. starter, he should look great. I mean, how wrong. stupid is this now? Giants minus one over Broncos. I mean, this it's is crazy. Early for that. This man. is nutty. This is nutty. Colts I, minus two over Seahawks right, might be I the biggest. I, I, I have. I, I, I no longer condone this behavior. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're What's, out there. What would the NFL be more pissed about? They're you out reading there. out Week One lines? Well, we have or, no or the fact that I've been no teasing my there. my schedule release show for a schedule that's <laughs> been entirely released. <laughs> hey, Rich, we're so happy you got a three-hour show. Will you use it to help promote things? Of course, I will. Yeah. And here's the way of three hours. It now comes down to, I will let you know where the last remaining two-minute warning of week eight that has not been released will be. <laughs> it's now down to that. At 8 Eastern. Who's going to hit the victory Tonight, everybody. first? Hey, now, everybody. Hey, Robert Sala, who I'm interviewing on that show for NFL Network, is our first guest tomorrow. That's your coach. Your My coach. coach. Your coach. That'll be great. And I will reveal tonight what he's going to say tomorrow. <laughs> That's the way it's going. Both teams played hard. Hell of a sell. Hell Great of a sell. sell. Great sell, Rich. We'll see you on Thursday on the radio back on Peacock in a moment. 